Hello and welcome to Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and you are listening to a free preview of today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and on the other line, Bill Bishop. Bill, how you doing? Good. Hey, Andrew. How are you? Hey, everybody.、Uh, it's nice good to be here again. Last week of August, it feels like we should all be on vacation, but、uh, unfortunately, we're not. So we're not we're on vacation. Sweating our way in DC. Exactly. I'm ready for fall. To be a hundred percent honest, you know, summer has been great, but it's pretty disgusting in DC. And maybe that's DC's way of sort of easing us into fall and and making all of us at peace with the end of summer. Because God, I'm ready for this to be over. These jungle like conditions in DC. Yeah, it's it's certainly、uh, we'll see. But you know, fall means school, kids back to school. We were we were just talking. We've got our kids are applying to college this year. It's going to be a long fall. So、um, we're going to miss. Miss the summer, well, and my son is going to be crawling this fall, and it, it, a lot of exciting things on the horizon、uh, for both of us, both of our families. It'll be nice to have football back. For now, though, we've got a lot of ground to cover today, and we'll start with the ongoing controversy over the Fukushima water release. For anyone who's not familiar with this story, I'll try to summarize the background on the way in. In March 2011, there was an earthquake and then a tsunami that damaged a nuclear power plant in Fukushima, Japan. And then I'll read from the BBC here. They write: Since 2011, the Tokyo Electric Power Company has been pumping in water to cool the remains of three reactors that were damaged. The resulting contaminated water is treated and stored in more than a thousand massive tanks. The plant operator says the water has been filtered of all radioactive elements except for tritium, and is safe. The International Atomic Energy Agency said samples taken from the first batch of diluted water prepared for discharge showed tritium levels were well within safe limits. Most scientists agree, but environmental pressure group Greenpeace has said the filtration process, known as ALPS, does not work, and that a vast amount of radioactivity. Will be released into the ocean, and then last week China, which apparently agrees with Greenpeace, announced that it was banning all imports of Japanese seafood.、Uh, and the Chinese have been protesting the proposed release of this water for several years now. And then from the Washington Post this week, they write: Chinese customers are calling for boycotts of Japanese products, from high-end skincare creams to everyday household goods. In retaliation for the release of treated wastewater from the crippled Fukushima nuclear power plant, the effort is shaping up to be the largest campaign of state-supported nationalist outrage against Japan in more than a decade, and comes at a time of widening divisions between China and U.S.-aligned countries in the region. Customers started returning Japanese-made cosmetics and goods over the weekend after lists of products to be boycotted were circulated widely online. Manufacturers were forced to declare products radiation-free after some buyers brought handheld Geiger counters to test products for radioactivity. Stores have run out of table salt because some fear that contaminated waters will make it impossible to produce more sea salt. The flare-up of anti-Japanese anger and its careful management by state media fits with Beijing's long-running efforts to mobilize consumers. And take advantage of its huge market to punish other countries for actions it dislikes. So, 
What do you think of the dynamics in play here? Uh, On its face, it looks like a lot of pretty unreasonable behavior on the PRC side. Is there context that I left out? Um, What's your reaction in the last week or so? Uh, Well, you know, this is an environmental tragedy. We got to remember, I mean, this was a nuclear accident and there's a huge amount of waste. What the Japanese are doing, the the IEAA and other countries, some other countries in the region have said it looks like it's okay. Nuclear power plants release uh, treated water that is still some radioactive elements like tritium into um, into the ocean. And uh, the Japanese government was circulating a map of uh, several PRC nuclear power plants and the concentrations of tritium that they release on a regular basis, which are significantly higher than the tritium that's coming out of this release. Right. They release that when the the nuclear plants are operating under normal conditions. Normally. Yeah. The Chinese argument and other folks, but the Chinese government has especially been pushing this, is that it's different because this is water from the accident that would touch the reactor core. And so there's all sorts of other stuff in it and not all of it's being treated. Um, you know, scientists who've looked at it for the most part, have said, I mean, ide- ideally, this wouldn't be happening, but what the Japanese are doing looks probably okay. But again, the Chinese have mounted this campaign over, um, I mean, it really intensified over the last six to eight months to uh, discredit the Japanese government's efforts to turn the region against Japan and block this release. And their efforts at this, both in terms of propaganda, lobbying in international organizations, bilateral, you know, lobbying other countries, became increasingly vocal. Um, now that that has failed, and the Japanese, starting last, I think last Thursday, announced that they were had begun the release of this water. The question now is, the Chinese campaign has failed, so they sort of turned it into overdrive. With the Chinese internet went crazy. People, you know, people are acting on a limited set of information. You know, for example, the stuff around what the Chinese nuclear power plants release, every time that's posted on the Chinese internet, it looks like it gets censored really quickly. Um, there's a there's sort of very limited ability to discuss what's going on. And so it's been, um, you know, it's always easy. Uh, it's really not hard for people to get angry at Japan to begin with. Uh, It's always easy for the government to either directly or indirectly or allow the stirring up of anti-Japanese sentiment. Um, So six days on, you see, you know, you saw these scenes of, in some places of really sort of panic buying of of salt. Uh, You see no one wants to buy anything from Japan, that the Chinese government blocked the import of all aquatic products from all of Japan. You know, one of the questions they've been facing has been, well, since this water is going into the ocean, it's is not it just, only Japanese fish that is. Yeah, being it's not just Japanese fishermen who are harvesting these things from the sea. So, what about the Chinese fishermen? Is are the are the fish, the aquatic products, the Chinese catch from the similar regions safe? And so, of course, there's been some concerns now that the Chinese fishery industry will be affected. Uh, one thing that is going to happen, you talked about the beginning of boycotting of certain types of Japanese goods beyond just aquatic products. You also have uh, the coming up, the October 1 holiday, the Golden Week holiday, where I think this year it's like an eight or nine day vacation. Um, normal In normal times, pre-pandemic, you would have a, a huge surge in outbound tourism from tourism from China to Japan. The hope was, you know, the on the Japanese side, the hope was a lot of that was going to return because the Chinese spent, you know, they bring a lot of economic benefits when they travel. Uh, that looks like it's going to be another bust because I think, you know, there's already been reports from top Chinese travel platforms that people are canceling trips. The number of searches for outbound trips to Japan have fallen off a cliff. Yeah. You know, that's only, that's what, 
five weeks away thereabouts. So now the question I think it, it is really sort of where does it go next? Because what you haven't seen so far, which is good, you know, in 2012, when the um, government of Tokyo bought the Senkaku Diaoyu Islands from a private owner, the Chinese said that was a change in status quo. Japan's nationalizing the islands. They launched a bunch of protests, but they also then encouraged mass protests in multiple cities around China for several days. And it was, I was there, it was quite interesting. You had really uh, a surge in protests on the street, which are obviously rare in the, especially rare in the heart of Beijing. Right. Uh, and you know, and then things started getting out of control. Some people were beaten. A lot of Japanese cars were smashed. And then suddenly one on a Sunday afternoon, the propaganda came out in a very coordinated effort to basically say that people needed to protest rashly. And then by Monday morning, the protests were gone. And anyone who thought they could still protest got taken away. Um, so far, we, we have not seen the allowance for those kinds of on-the-street physical protests. I think that probably we won't because it's a Again, when we go back to sort of people are frustrated about a lot of other things, and yes, it's you know they can vent some of their anger and frustrations on a on Japan, but once right. they're out on the street, it's risky. They could vent about other things too, and so I think it's it's unlikely that there'll be an allowance for those kind of protests like we saw eleven years ago. But how do how does this end? How do the Chinese side uh, back down from this. I mean, it is, it is in some ways kind of embarrassing for the Chinese government because they're, they, they put a lot of resources into both the propaganda and diplomatic efforts and they failed. And so now, you know, the, I, I really think it's unlikely the Japanese are going to suddenly turn off the water and stop, um, discharging into the ocean. So are the Chinese just going to have to basically sort of make a big stink for a few more weeks, a couple months, and then it sort of fades away and slowly walk it back. It. Yeah. Slowly walk it back. Um, or does this mean that all Japanese restaurants in China that serve anything related to the sea are just never going to have business again? Or will suddenly all this fish be from Taiwan or who knows where, right? I mean, there's sort of, you have to rebrand the fish, right. rebrand the aquatic products. Um, so I think it, you know, as, as long as they don't allow mass protests on the streets, I think it'll probably be sort of be able to tamp it down a little bit faster than what happened in 2012. But generally, I think it's just a, uh, I think it's a bit shocking for some of the people in Japan. And it's just a sign of the increasing difficulties in the relationship. I mean, one thing that's been big in Japanese media has been these recordings of Chinese callers calling Japanese businesses, Japanese uh, organizations, and screaming. I was going to say it, it seems like that's what's happening in lieu of protests on the yeah. streets. I've read a number of stories of Japanese retailers and Japanese restaurants having like Chinese callers just sort of harass them all day, um, and having that happen among businesses in Japan and then among businesses that are Japanese owned in China. Yeah, yeah. So. Again, if it's that kind of virtual uh, digital protests, uh, along with some boycotts, not great, but certainly not as bad as it could be. All right. And that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive full episodes of this show, you can do that in two ways. First, you can go to Sinicism.com and sign up for Bill's newsletter, which will also give you access to all of our Sharp China shows. Or if you want to receive all our Sharp China episodes along with daily analysis of the tech business from Ben Thompson, several other podcasts about technology, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come, you can click the link in your show notes and subscribe to Stratechery Plus. 